Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Check, check, check. One, two. One to the two. One to the two. Two, 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 two. Hey, Scotty. What's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Nope, not yet. Okay. The audio fun bag chapter. You realize where we've gotten to? Sixty-nine. Sixty. Okay. So you're still nine short. I was close. But we're getting close, and this time we're on location. All brought to you by Norman's Electronics and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies, which so hard. We must tell you. So we're over here. Uh, we're recording at Good Game today, right in the battery. Why are we at Good Game, Los? I don't understand. Can Powered by Top Golf. If you haven't done the swing suite, hmm. come check it out. Uh, so here's the reason why. Okay. Because of the partnership that would have happened last year. What but happened t- last year? What what stopped the partnership? Uh, the panty. Oh, yeah, the panty. That's right. That's so right. the good people over here at Good Game, if you haven't been over here to the battery, check it out. Uh, weekends, it's always crazy. Make sure you get on in here. But now you're open in the evenings. Uh, I believe starting just after 4 o'clock. So make your way on out here. If you're planning on doing like a 7 o'clock game, come on out here first. It's a lot of fun. Right now my kids and my wife are playing the hockey game in one of the simulators. And so there's hockey, there's uh, there's zombie dodgeball, which is my favorite. Your wife has good hips for hockey, by the way. Oh, she's ready to swing it. Yes. She's a baseball player, a softball player. Um, oh, no, she's actually – yeah. well, they, I think they have a left-handed stick over there. Actually, you can grab that one. My wife was actually swinging the right-handed stick. Here, which, I'll get the stick for you, Allie. Let me tell I'll you, show you the stick. As, as, the, as the VP of her company, I'm like, why are you swinging it right-handed? Why don't you just grab the left-handed one? Let her do what she wants, Los. I guess so. Oh, look, she's like, send me. Send me. Basically, this is top, if you've done top golf, it's a virtual top golf along with dodgeball, bowling. What else am I – zombie and, 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 a, and a full restaurant, full, uh-huh. full list of alcohol, wine, everything else, and – Hard Ice Vodka Freezies will actually be featured just outside the facility. So you can come in here and you can grab one, or they're going to have a street vendor set up no. so that you can grab one in the battery and walk around with your Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. Here's what I would suggest. Day game, grab your Hard Ice Vodka Freezies, go into the day game with, you know, your, basically your Otter Pop with liquor in it, then come back here and finish up the rest of the night. That's how I would tell you what to do, but I'm not in the business of doing that. What I will tell you, and this is just my own suggestion. Yes, yes, yes. I'm planning on getting one tomorrow, just walking around the battery. Because you're going to the game tomorrow, so this is being recorded on Thursday. Yeah, so if you're in the battery tomorrow for opening day. Have you been to the battery? What's your favorite place at the battery? Go ahead, do it. Isn't the Anne Frank Museum there? You're welcome. We're just replaying the exact same podcast (laughs) from last week, apparently. It's the exact same one. No, we're on location now. Maybe this time you won't admit to (laughs) tasting your own byproduct. Which, oh, by the way. Boy, did that get a reaction from the listener. Boy, did it. The amount of people that went, really, Hoyt? Really? Before I get into the early part of the day, because I'm doing the staycation, I would like uh, to say congratulations to the two-time, Atlanta, defending media champion in radio, 
Brian Hoyt, as you've once again won the John Michaels Radio Media Bracket Challenge. I believe it's Atlanta Sports Celebrity of the Year. It is now, that is now two years in a row. Back to back, bitches. Where you've won it. Now, the problem with this year, and, and this is how it was engineered, not saying I would have beat you, but let's face it. When you make me and you face off in the second round, that's kind of a bummer because after I took down my opponent, you took down your opponent, it was set up to make sure that the decks were cleared for some of Atlanta's favorites. He did it on purpose. Yes. He knew, he knew what he was doing, but, yes, we went head-to-head, and I think I probably eked you out by one. We wanted to tie. Ultimately. We wanted to tie. We wanted to basically make it like kissing your sister, and that's fine. It didn't happen. I didn't get to kiss my sister. But with that being said, you are now the champion, and I did see your final opponent. Yeah, did you? Wendy Adams. Just go ahead and say it. 92.9 is Wendy Adams. Man, Wendy's good people, too, and she was, like, begging for votes. It was insane. And, and again, I like Wendy. Whenever I've, I've been around her, one of the last times was the Atlanta Super Bowl because that was, like, the last time the media were actually able to, like, congregate all together. Um <laughs> So it's been quite a while, the way we, it seems like. We were at the aquarium. We were all housed, basically. Yes, and we all have a good time together. It, it's one of the most – it's the biggest misconception about sports talk radio and media in general. Like, yes, there are people that don't like each other within the media. That's absolutely true. But there is a small amount of jobs, and so a lot of us are all just kind of like, hey, as long as we're working, things are good. No, no, and, no, no. And so it's not like, like you sit back – and, and say, oh, that person doing the show down the road, I hate them. That's not the way it is. You take it from that angle. I take it from this. We all put up with a lot of shit from the other side of basically the, the window in radio. Yes. The guys on air. And so we're all kind of in the same club of we get crapped on. We're the ones in the in the back of the kitchen, basically. But, but there are, but there are, there are bigger so we people. we all get along. There are bigger people on high, you know, especially when you talk about, like, a big company. Yeah. Like, you know, CBS Radio. The person, like me, I will never be the person that keeps you from getting a raise at CBS Radio. That'll never happen. You have an overlord, somebody within that company that's the one who decides that you don't get these opportunities. I am not your enemy. I'm your friend. We are, we are in this together. See, that's how you look at it. I look at it as, look, we all go through hell, basically, because of the talent on the other side of the glass. So we all kind of bond. So we know Squid Billy over there. We've met Wendy a couple times. But we know that, that fraternity we have. But, yeah, Wendy was a... Uh was she begging for votes? I, I'm, I'm unaware of this. She Tell was begging for votes. There was a whole lot of them. And then she was interacting on. Oh, you mean like saying, let's go 92.9 fam? Did she say that and retweet it? Or did, I, you, did I, she say, hey, could still use your votes. This gap is getting smaller. Or did she say, one more day and it's still close. Could use your vote. And thanks, you've already voted. Not that I, you know, took screenshots of these and everything else. Oh, then she put hashtag masters. Anybody who sees this tweet, please just vote for Wendy. Oh, here's the next one. Currently not winning like the Braves. If you love the Braves, please vote for me. But, no, I'm not I'm not having, like, you know, some sort of agenda here against Wendy. So let me tell you. I'm sure she's good people. For all the audience out there, <laughs> this is where you realized it was the wrong guy. Because what basically <laughs> happened was this. Hoyt did not ask for votes. I won't. I'll retweet You will it, not. But I will not. Oh, there's Pat. There's our girl Pat. Yeah, Pat she came out for this one. Pat Pammer out here for us. Yay. All right, ladies. Pat, thank Pam, you for coming out. Stream, ladies. There we go. Yes, man. That sounds good. Um, so here's the deal. Hoyt will not go on Twitter and ask for votes. Instead, Hoyt will go to his minions <laughs> and basically say, Listen here, minions. I need you to go on every Georgia message board and pimp this. 
and the minions then go just like in in you know despicable me and they take off and then before you know it every prominent georgia message board <laughs> has here's one of our guys he's a georgia grad he's a hardcore bulldog let's support him and suddenly all of them come out of the woodwork to vote wendy you didn't have a chance because of this, okay? So, so let me explain. So she's had a lead. She had a lead for two days, <laughs> and I was like, "Hold the dogs back! Don't let dogs specifically D A W G S. Hold the dogs back! Don't use them yet! Don't right. use them yet!" At seven o'clock this morning, I texted my boy. I'm like, "Release the hounds! Release them!" And they all attacked. And it goes from a swing of fifty-one to forty-nine percent. All the way to like 58, 42%. She's on air on their radio station. And Instagram, by the way. She's begging for votes on the air. I don't know how this happened. She's she's sitting there calling out like voter fraud. This is the absentee <laughs> ballot. Like, basically, she's going to lead an insurrection into Dickie Broadcasting Studios come tomorrow. And, and the problem, too. It's going to be her and a bunch of horny guys thinking they're going to get laid by her for voting for her. The problem that also happens, too. And this is where I felt bad. <laughs> the problem that also happens in my mind is that you waited, you waited, you waited, yeah. and then you basically pushed the nuclear option button. You hit it, and suddenly everything went, boom, here come all the votes. And everyone knew at that point this thing's over with. Yeah. Because and, and the problem is if you've got the queen of spades, you're going to hold it until you have to use it. But the problem is this. She didn't know what she was getting into. That's a her problem. The fact that she was like, she's like, who is this guy? That's when it turned into every Georgia fan going, oh, wait a minute. You are not going to be allowed to do this this way. I am not going to allow you to play this way. That is not happening. So, and so that's how that played out. I just want to thank Wendy, you know, for showing up. She did well. She got all the way to the finals and everything else. And I am sure that second place is a really good consolation prize. I wouldn't know because I finished first both years, and so I don't know what it feels like, but I'm sure it feels good to be second place. All right, coming up next. She's a Gators fan. She knows what it's like. See, you got a laugh from Dan. Dan Matthews. <laughs> Dan Matthews got a laugh. He loved it. All right, coming up next. As we're over here at, uh, at, at Good Game, right over here in the Battery, come check us out. When you hear this podcast, just know it'll be tomorrow. Okay, so get your hard ice vodka freezies. Let's make this happen. Go Braves. Uh, I had an experience today mm. where I had to conquer some fear. We'll get to that X right here on the Audio Fun Bag Podcast. Did you make love to a man? Maybe. Hey, was I too hard on Wendy there? Follow the podcast park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Podcast Park. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Hoyt will roll on everything because he, he's constantly trying to get everything in order. This has been John Kincaid approved, but he decided to disclose some information to Hoyt. Hoyt, I, I'm pretty sure I went, I had my biggest bowel movement that I ever had in my life today. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. All right, I'm taking back that A-plus comment I just made. <laughs> Did you do this again where you played something Hoyt off air again? You taped something? No, no. He was act he was recording, I believe. He was he was knocking out something so John could run off to go do the CBS show that he was taking care of. All right, I understand that. Does John know that portion of it was going to see the light of day? He does now. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Chapter 60 of the Audio Fun Bag Podcast, all brought to you by... 
hard ice vodka freezies and norman's electronics neiusa.com they've been taking care of so many of your needs in this area including all your vintage audio and video equipment since 1955 they're a legacy they've been here since the time 1855 uh, of back to the future that's what he did actually that's how they got their start they, they went 88 miles an hour before anybody else, and suddenly Norman's Electronics was launched. Jamie was like, I'm going to go back to November 5th, 1955, and I'm going to build Doc Brown's little time machine. And all of a sudden, Emmett Brown was like, damn, you should start a business. What, and that's what he did. What was so bad was Jamie was given a, an either-or. He could either kill build, Hitler. Yeah, kill Hitler or build a <laughs> successful Atlanta company. And he's like, well, Atlanta needs jobs. Thanks a lot, Jamie. So that's that's the way that he played that. That's just what I've heard. It's just in the annals so of history. every Pearl Harbor Day, we can blame Jamie. And the annals of history. Uh, the anus is on you to fix that. Uh, <laughs> let's start right here. So you know that one of the things I don't like is heights. Yes. I do not care for heights. There are things in this world that I am not afraid of. Not afraid of most snakes, animals, things like that. Roaches don't care for. Um, but I don't like heights. And that's something. So roaches... I'd make out with a roach. I don't care. Like, oh, I hate them. I'm just as dirty as them. But you. But I'll you, kill it. Like I'm so. I, like I see it, and I get enraged. And I go kill it. And but I, you, I hate it. you, you feel like a man when you go kill a snake. Meanwhile, I'll send Lisa to go kill a snake. But the one thing we share in common, I hate heights. I hate heights. I hate. I hate heights for a different reason, though. Why do you hate heights? I think a lot of it goes back to, I don't like the feeling, of where you're kind of out over your feet. And you see something that is so uh-huh. far down uh-huh. that it messes with your depth perception, and you you immediately get hit with a fear of falling. Like the the natural thing you get in your brain is don't go near there, you'll fall down. That like that's genetic code created from you know millions of years of humans falling off you know rocks and everything else. That that genetic code kicks in, and I freak out. So then we're very similar because whenever I go on a bridge or the top of a building, whatever Sears Tower is that in Chicago? I think it's in Chicago. Sounds right. Whenever I go up there. And you look out over the observatory deck. I have this voice in the back of my head, and it's just like, jump, pussy. You need to jump. I don't know why. And I'm jump like, now. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. And I, Is that Satan in your brain? I don't know what it is, but there's also a part of me that kind of gets off on it, too. It's like a blood boner. Like, there, there's something about being... Pat, Pat really liked blood boner. Blood boner. It's like hanging on, on the side of something like... <laughs> She's like, ooh, sounds good. You, you, could, you could die... But also there's that adrenaline rush of you could die. Well, that's the reason why people do, like, base jumping. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to be afraid at a level that makes them go, man, I'm living. Blood boner. You never know. <laughs> I mean, listen, if it goes beyond six hours, they tell you, like, you got to go to the hospital. Correct. Like, the things are not going well here. So I went to, of all places, we had gotten a, a, uh, a birthday, or sorry, a birthday, a Christmas gift from my dad and my stepmom. It was a trip for four, family four trip to iFly which is just across the street over here in the Battery. And so we checked into the hotel. Have you been to the Battery? Have you ever been to the Battery? Sorry. Go, Sorry. go, go ahead. What's the next that one? Was just, nope, that was just – nope, that was last week's show. Tell me about the Anne Frank Keep one. going. So, uh, so we go over to iFly, and I will tell you this. I walk in, and it's a really cool facility. If anybody uh, – if, if, you, if, if you're looking for something to do in Atlanta or you're not really sure if you want to try it, I'll just tell you this. For a guy who doesn't like heights, it was pretty cool, Okay. I'll tell you this. It's like it's like putt putt for skydiving. Uh, it's it's more than that. Um, so I, I walk in, and the first thing they tell you as you're getting registered and everything, they go, "Uh, yeah, sir, can you step on this scale?" Oh no, I can't do it, can I? Okay, 
anyone 260 or above. Nope, I'm done. You're going to have some issues there, okay? Because <laughs> I'll just say this. There's not enough wind to lift my fat ass up? I fly was more like I drag, okay? <laughs> like there was the people that weren't really high off the ground where, listen, the way you combine with God to make you, you weren't meant to fly. Okay? Whereas, You're meant to fall. As you and, like, your seven-year-old or eight-year-old daughter. Oh, I'm, like, all over the place. <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a freaking kite. I'm like, like, whoo, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I'm, I'm like a leaf in the wind. So the first thing that happens is they get you in there and they ask you, do you want to fly high? And I'm thinking to myself, like, is this, like, some sort of different lace drug? Like, what is this that they're trying to push here? As it turns out, you pay an extra 10 bucks, and they basically take you to the ceiling. So you fly four to six feet off the air, but the instructor will take you up to the ceiling if you want. What is the ceiling height? All right, so here's the here's the fun part about it. Because I'm envisioning right now like Willy Wonka's room where they drink the fizzy lifting drink. That's and, not bad. And you go all the way kind of to the ceiling, but then there's that fan blade that will cut you up if you don't burp. Okay, so underneath you, about 20 feet underneath, is that's where all the wind is coming from, the, the fans and everything else they have. So by the time you step in there, you're already 20 feet off the ground when you look down. Then you go 30 feet up in the air, and now you realize I'm like five stories. Yeah, like I am way <laughs> up here, and I'm flying. Now, you've got the instructor who's holding on to you. But, like at one point, my instructor thought that I was getting this thing down, so he was letting go of me and just being like, here, use your hands to turn left and right and everything else, and that's what I was doing until – I basically hit the wall. Oh. Like, I hit the wall within there, and they're like, well, I guess he doesn't have this thing down as of yet. Is it netting? Is it a glass wall? What is, what is, are you in, it, like, an elevator shaft? It feels like you're flying in a Coke bottle. Okay. Okay, so it's it's all clear on the outside, and then the upper part of it, um, it, it you can't see through. That part's all closed off. And so they basically take you to the upper part of, like, the glass, the enclosed area. And then they swing you down, like, in this whirlwind type of fashion. And so you go up, and at one point I'm like, I can close my eyes, but that's going to be too obvious that now I'm a pussy. (laughs) So I just have to make it look like I'm grinning, like this is going to be okay. And as they brought me back down, keep in mind, I didn't pay for the high fly. He just was like, hey, he's doing really well. I'm going to take him up there. (laughs) I can't tell you, first off, how many times I used the restroom before this thing even started. Because every time I was watching anybody, I was like, no, that ain't for me. Do you have a suit like one of those flying squirrel yes. suits where it's like catching the wind under your arms and everything else? Hold on. Watch this. Wife lady. Wife lady. It's like at home she doesn't listen to you. No, this is pretty typical of what happens when you try and get a hold of the wife lady. Hey, cute butt. Did I look cool in the flight suit? I look, She said I look kind of cool. Okay. I was I was a little bit maverick, uh, you know, and kind of kind of look cool. I don't know what she's saying. She was trying she to boost She said my- she wanted to. Boost my confidence. Bang you in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Boost your confidence. I'm going to go buy a flight suit. Like, I'm going to be on Amazon. I'm going to be a Russian fighter pilot by the time I get home. We're going to see how that plays out. Oh, yeah, there was a kid that that, that, that freaked out. Like, they tell you, once you get in there, they say, if you don't like it or anything else, thumbs down. So that's like the panic button. You can, right. And the engine shuts off and you fall And they the take ground. you out. This one kid got in there and freaked out. And started kicking and punching the instructor until they took him out. <laughs> and so he, he, he was a larger kid. He Again, he wasn't going to fly like a kite. He go fly like, like a rock, you know. I mean, it was, it's just what it was. But that's what I learned is that during during the panty, as long as you kept your weight down, you can go to iFly and have a great time. And if you're bigger, just know you won't fly as high. That's all. I feel like that was a shot at me, and I don't appreciate it. No, that's not a, that's not the case at all.
Couple questions. Yes. One, how did it feel on your junk? Like all that air blowing up there. You, it is blowing so fast. First off, they tell you, don't open your mouth. Oh, okay. Okay, so for instance. Because of bugs. Might no. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, my 10-year-old, did this last time, and she had her mouth open, and she basically like dog drooled on the side of her face like when the dog <laughs> sticks its head out the, win- the window, where she was like, I just had like just sticky all over the side of my face. I was like, yeah, because you opened your mouth. So when you're in there, you're like, because the wind is hitting you so incredibly hard, so incredibly fast that you realize uh, it's it's interesting. It's like sitting on just a bed of air, and and basically the instructor is just kind of moving you around very slowly and, and keeping you kind of under control. Next question: Would you skydive after doing this? No, no, that, that's that's too high. That's too high. <laughs> you 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 ask too much. You asked you asked for too much. I will not jump out of an airplane, it's, but I will tell you this: It's quite a rush, dude. It's an ama- Like I hate heights too. But when you do it, it's an amazing rush. All I will tell you is that when I am in a plane and something goes wrong, you know, whether it's passenger 57, cool, I got this. Uh, Air Force One, you know, with Harrison Ford, I got this. So that was passenger 57. Was that Wesley Snipes? Always bet on black. Okay. Yes. One of my favorites. I, I rewatched that probably about two months ago. Yeah. I, listen, I'm, I'm hurting for television, all right? <laughs> There's a lot of things that I'll watch at night where I'm like, ooh, Major League 89, let's do this. Done. Passenger 57, cool. We'll get into Rick and Morty at another time. Uh, but what I would say is that I will not intentionally throw myself into crazy stuff that could potentially be dangerous. So my ex bought me for my birthday. She bought me basically a tandem jump, me and her. We were going to go up there because I'd always been like, oh, I can skydive. This will be awesome. This sounds like the thing right before you – try to have a kid to fix the marriage Basically. like it was let's do a tandem Let, jump maybe then we'll be rekindled the love that we were we were supposed to have so we finally go up and they sh- were married for like seven months shut up no it wasn't uh, even seven months no, it I'm was sorry. like three months three months i'm sorry two of those are spending court over the tv pam it's like three months it's fine either way it's it. called an annulment pam <laughs> anyways maybe you haven't been down that road or maybe you have either way like you just know you've got a friend in him anyways my point being so i did it just boastfully bragging like yeah i would skydive so she buys it for me she is scared out of her mind. And as the boyfriend, you've got to keep it together. Like, okay, it's cool. Like, I'm tough. I'm macho. Like, we're going to get laid after this because I'm so macho. We go up in the plane. I have a Russian flight suit. You're up to 10,000 feet or whatever it is. They open the door. My face goes white because I'm like, no, doors aren't supposed to open on airplanes. What are we doing? <laughs> this is a perfectly good airplane. What am I doing? <laughs> so then I jump out first. And the dude asked me, he's like, you want to do anything when we go out? I was like, yeah, let's do flips and everything else. Because, look, if I'm going to die, we might as well go out doing flips. So we do the flips and everything else and fall. You only fall for, honestly, about 40 seconds. That's your free fall time. And it feels like five seconds. Then your chute opens. And I'm looking up, and I see her jump out of the plane. And all of a sudden, she jumps, she jumps. Her chute opens, and a body continues to fall past the suit. And I go to my instructor over my shoulder. I was like, um... Is that normal? Because in my mind, I'm watching my ex fall to the ground, which in hindsight, kind of wish it would have. Instead, that was the videographer well, that was dark. like, sorry, that was like, well, I would have had the TV. That was the videographer right next to her that continued to fall. I it's never, a really cool rush. Though. I never would have had this pain. We'd yeah. have been fine. So, anyways, now that I'm back on the couch. Well, I mean, we're actually sitting on the couch at Good Game, which, let's remind everybody, open after 4 o'clock on weekdays. You got the weekends. Come on out. Hard ice vodka freezies. 
going to be available in the battery for opening day and all home games moving forward. Have we done a good job explaining what hard ice vodka freezies are, by the way? It's vodka basically in an otter pop. You know what an otter pop is, right? Everybody knows yes. what an otter pop for, is. For anybody who had like flavor ices when you grew up. No, flavor ices for poor people. This okay, is otter pop. My mom bought leg- flavor ices. Because y'all were poor. We've been over this. You were so much more poor. You you lived in your Azuzu rodeo for a year. Chevy Blazer, and I chose to live there. He, I was I had a Pam, silver spoon Pam. in my mouth. He actually, Stop telling Pam stories, Pam. Pam. He, he what was he did? Poor. He, he was took poor growing he up. took an cord, you know, just typical power cord that you would have in your home. He ran that from his his Isuzu rodeo Blazer. over to his friend's house. So that's how he was getting power to his car. Pam, because it gets hot in Georgia at six o'clock in the morning, and so I ran a fan into my car so I didn't have the engine on the entire night cooling my car. It was fine. It was a life choice that I made. And you know what? Guess what? We both ended up at the same place on a couch at Good Game. So you know what? Suck it, Los. He's not lying. I mean, we are at the same place at this point. It's just kind of how it goes. All right, coming up next, Hoyt's Choice. Oh, spin the wheel. As we continue Chapter 60 of the Audio Fun Bag, all brought to you by Norman's Electronics and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. We'll be right back. What a mess. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by... Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. How are you these days? Hey, pardon? How are you these days? Good. Good. Well, I look forward to it. We'll, uh, we'll just spend a few minutes with you if that's good. Can you speak up a little louder? Sure. Hold on. Let me do this. How's that? Is that better? Not really. How's that? A little bit. Let me get a little closer into here, and I think we should be good if you're good. Okay. Okay? I'll count it down. Three, two, one. Do you remember waking up that day or during that World Series and kind of understanding what it is and what your role might actually be eventually? Well, I don't keep track of stuff like that. What What can you tell me about Casey Stengel? He was like a PR guy for USA. He was a good man. There were a bunch of newspapers in New York at that time. I mean, Brooklyn had its own papers, certainly the New York papers. There were a lot of people in the locker room every day, I'm sure. Well, I didn't quite get that. Did you do the Ed Sullivan show, or did any of those other things come about after that? 
Beg pardon? Did you end up keeping anything from that game? Did you keep the ca- the cap? Did... I can't hear you. All right, Don, listen, have a really good day. Beg pardon? Thank you, sir. Okay. Bye-bye now. Take care. Chapter 60 of the Audio Fun Bag Podcast, all brought to you by Norman's Electronics and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. We will be live in the battery starting tomorrow for Braves opening day. Uh, you will be able to come over to Good Game. You'll see the outside vendor set up. Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. I'm staying on campus, so my goal is to buy a few and just walk around with them. And so if you see me and I haven't opened it up, I will either baby bird it into your mouth or you can just have one of mine. Can I do sports real quick? Yes, please. I, this is your choice for the final segment. I, I don't have anything written down with the exception of Hoyt's choice. Awesome. Way to prepare for the show, Lowe's. Well, I, I really the, appreciate the dedication to the podcast. Uh, listen here, Sea Sucker. I had the first two segments all taken care of and lined out. The first segment was about me beating Wendy. It yes, but you to... are going to talk about it because you're just so like, oh, I don't want to talk about it because, you know, I'm like Atlanta's champion and I don't want to boast and, and tell Wendy that I went ahead and destroyed her in a head-to-head competition and I used the Georgia fandom uh, to, to go ahead and do my dirty work. I wasn't going to get into that. First off, back-to-back champion. Get it right. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. Um, you're going to go for a three-peat next year. No, then, I don't want to do it. Then do you're you going to have to pay Pat Riley. Do you know how much pressure was on me to win again? I don't want to do this stupid thing. Sorry, John. It's not stupid. I don't want to do this again, though. There's a lot of pressure, Lowe's. It's tough to go back-to-back, man. You're a Spurs fan. You understand that. We've never gone back-to-back. See, you understand how difficult it is. I got, I, I got like five titles, and none of them have ever been back-to-back. I'm running out of rings. I got my wedding ring for this one. I got my wedding ring from the last one. I got two Atlanta sports titles, you know. I'm, I'm running out of hands. It's weird. He's got this championship belt that he wears around <laughs> his house that he made that basically says Atlanta's media champion. I'm so walking into the house tonight. Hey, Lisa, you want to sleep with Atlanta's media champion? His wife will not be impressed either. She'll, she'll be like, she'll be she'll like, be like really? again? Again? <laughs> Brian. Stop doing Did you win it again, Brian? Thanks, Pat. Thanks for encouraging him to do the Lisa voice. Brian, I will have sex with you, but only if you show me the results and you won by more than 5%. <laughs> so Atlanta has got to experience something that I experienced for about eight years. And it's a small little sample size, but I'm so glad they're getting to experience this pandemonium. How cool is it to watch that fat little guy? That's kind of an oxymoron, but that fat little guy over at third base or DHing just step up in the biggest moments for some reason. It's Panda. It's just so much fun. He's an anomaly. Like, you watch him play. He's going to play third at some point this season if he stays on the roster long enough, which I guess he's guaranteed himself a spot for like a month. He gets set. The pitch comes. He'll hop to his feet, you know, get in the ready position, and then – in one motion, dive, and you're like, how did that fat guy just get to the ball? Oh, wait, how did he push off of his stomach and somehow get up and throw the ball? But he's so much fun to watch. He's so much fun. There's something about cheering for the fat guy. We love fat guys in America. He just puts down his branch that he's sitting there snacking <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. He got it out of the tree, and now he's like, oh, hey, here comes the baseball. If, if you don't know, and let's just assume people do not. Pablo Sandoval. Is Pablo as- Sandoval has now basically had two at-bats as an Atlanta Brave. Both pinch hit at bats, by the way. Both two run homers. One to tie the game against Aaron Nola, and then what he was able to pull off uh, a couple of days ago uh, in order to beat the Nationals in a in a tie ball game. Suddenly it's two nothing. Braves bring it home. He it is really starting because for all of us, and I was part of part of the group that said, I don't know why he's on the roster because he can't play a position. 
Okay. Now it's now it's evident. <laughs> yes, when 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 Brian Snitker and Alex Anthopoulos just told us basically this, layman's terms, shit, he hit. He hit. Like shit, he hit. It's, he hit his way on. We couldn't get rid of him. He hit his way on. Now you're seeing why. He will have he will have an at bat in the first two pitches to get to like a one and two count. He'll look terrible. It's like what the hell are you swinging at? What are you doing? You just came out of your shoes. You fell down and you ripped your shirt as you were swinging. And then the third pitch, he'll line down the right field line for a double, and you're just like, how did that? How how physically is that possible for a man to get his arms around his stomach and hit the ball? But it's so much fun to watch. Like, and you realize, by the way, he steps up in the weirdest clutch moments in the world. Like 2012, Giants Tigers World Series Game One. Guess what? It's him and Reggie Jackson who have three home run games in a World Series. He hit two of the home runs off Justin Verlander in game one. Like, he just steps up at the biggest moments. And it's 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 fun to watch fat guys win, just like me beating Wendy, if I haven't said that enough. It's fun to watch fat guys win. The 1-1 pitch, which feels like if I was to be able to put audio to it, as he swings at it, feels like, oh, shit. <laughs> Like that's what that's what it feels like, right? And like when he's in the box, there's you know there's heavy breathing going he's on. Like, he's like he's like he's like, oh, oh man, hope I don't get this COVID. This would be bad. <laughs> I'm too big. And then you and make then, your jokes and you question him, but and, and then and then as it's as it's now a three-one count, and he gets it to three-two, and he's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> Daddy gonna eat. <laughs> I'm right. Throw that fastball. Ready. It's just so much fun to watch, and the crowd gets into it too. I don't know if they're going to start the panda hats thing. Because remember, like in San Francisco, he was an all-star. He was a starter. Everything else over here, he's a guy that might see the plate twice a week. In Boston, they went, man, oh, I can't believe we gave him this. He goes to San Francisco back, and they're like, hey, we got him. And they go, they go, okay, we got the last bit of baseball out of him. Here, we're like, we'll take him. We'll take him off the bench, and sure enough, it's worked out two different times. It is a, you know what it is? He speaks to the everyday man, though. Like, you watch Ronald Acuna, and, like, you hear the crack of Acuna's bat. You could be turned around talking to somebody it's like a shotgun. grabbing a beer, and you're like, uh-oh, Ronald just went deep. It doesn't make that noise when it comes off Pablo's bat, but it doesn't matter because you cheer for him because basically he's you up at the plate. You not know, you because he's not vegan. Well, you know what it is? Yeah, I was going to say, or else he'd, he'd be much smaller. Speaking of vegan, some wings just showed up. Don't touch those. Oh, no, I can't eat those. You'll turn uh, into a mutant or something. Yeah, something like that. I'll just poop all night. Um, you know what he is? He's Julio Franco back in the day. That's when, when he was at the back end where everyone would get excited about 47-year-old Julio Franco because you were like, I see me in him because – I'm a guy who can't possibly be athletic anymore, yet he's my 47-year-old gladiator, and he's going up there making stuff happen. It's just something that it takes me back to my San Francisco days, but I'm glad Atlanta gets to, even if it's, hell, this may not last until May, Lowe's. He may be off the roster, but at least Atlanta gets to understand some of the phenomenon that was Panda. Ooh, there's food showing up. Is that hummus? Yeah. You're such a turd. You got hummus. Yeah, pretty much. That and hash browns. All right, uh, take <laughs> us out. Um, well, tater tots, actually. All right, take us out. Do a song here. Indulge in your victory. Whatever you want to do. No. It's, it's, no, it's your night. Close, close. I don't do that kind of – Wendy, suck it. I don't do that kind of stuff. Like, I wouldn't – I wouldn't say – Maddie, Maddie, say Wendy, suck it. No, don't say any of that. Say it. That's Lose's All right, daughter. that's it. Say it. You say it.
Hey, Matt. Guess what's in my hot tub? AIDS. I've got AIDS. Follow the podcast, Spark, on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.